Welcome to So That's How It Ends. A podcast about a movie in two parts. I'm Allison. I'm Adam. Oh, I usually introduce you. <laughs> oh, well. This week we watched the second half of... Um, Suicide Squad. <laughs> when did it come out? 2016. All right. We've been forgetting to do our shout outs for social media shares. And once again, we forgot this weekend. So I'm recording this on my phone. Sorry for the audio quality. Uh, we want to thank people for sharing Facebook posts, retweets, or five-star iTunes reviews. Uh, this week we have Twitter shoutouts, Twitter retweet shoutouts. So thanks to Ti Nerdpod, Karaoke Big E, Rob Wade, Emotionally Fourteen, The Amazing Nerd Show, and Damon from The Amazing Nerd Show, Bumping You Cast. Uh, new Matt, and thanks to New Matt also for all of his thoughts on Star Wars. The fact that he took notes is pretty amazing. Uh, we had a fun back and forth on Twitter. Thanks to uh, Tim and Leon from Yagaday, Cole and Erica from The Magic Lantern, and Aaron and James from Unabashedly Obsessed. Aaron, thank you so much for your feedback and suggestions on our tweak to So That's How It Ends. And James, look forward to a shout-out coming up on hung, hanged, and whatever else we said. So thanks again, and if you want a shout-out of your own, please share, retweet, or give us a five-star review on iTunes. We're back with the Joker and Harley Quinn in a tub of some sort of chemical. Yeah, for like a second. Yeah. They're in love. Okay. <laughs> and then she's I, holding the gun on Deadshot for some reason. Well, no, they're... It, okay, so now we're back in current time. Yeah. And they're going up the stairwell in this federal building. She was having this memory as a flashback. I guess. And he, she turned around and just pulled his gun on Deadshot. But Deadshot's like, hey, you know. I'm here for you. You're my buddy. <laughs> yeah. She asked him if he's ever been in love, and he lies and said he has not. But I think he only loves his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. But that's I, love. Yeah. I think it's a different kind of love. <laughs> Possibly, but still love. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Then we get to meet the very important person that the area went to rescue. Yeah. I'm super disappointed. Who was it? Amanda. Yeah. So she's there and she's got some staff, some really loyal staff that's there with her and they're working on these reports and they're trying to figure out what this enchantress is doing to create this asphalt army. Yeah. Um, Amanda seems really uh, enchanted but <laughs> by, <laughs> by this army. Like she seems to kind of want an army like this. Yeah. It's basically an instant army and she does have interest in that. Yeah. Before they leave the room, uh, Amanda gives them all Christmas bonuses, her staff. Uh, mm-hmm. Gives them a kiss on the cheek, tells uh, them, you know, you, be happy. You did a good job. Let's get out of here. Thanks for coming to work today. And then a bullet to the head. Yeah. She shoots them all. And this is, this weighed into my, she's a terrible person. <laughs> I'm so sad that I liked her so much in the first half. I was worried that something like this was going to happen. <laughs> okay. And it did. It did. She disappointed me. Uh, so we're heading up to the roof. Uh, we're going to escape. Um, for the most part, the Suicide Squad is okay with it being Waller. No, I don't think that they are. 
they're kind of pissed that it's her, but she has her phone up and she's like, I can kill you all with the press of a button. Yeah. So that makes them okay with it. Yeah. Uh, so up to the roof to get to the helicopter. Uh, what we have here, though, is a helicopter that's there, but will not respond to radio <laughs> commands. It's been hijacked. I think uh, Rick Flag yells, it's a trap. He's like, shoot <laughs> this thing down, even before he really knows that. Yeah. Um, but as soon as they start shooting, the helicopter starts shooting at them. It's, it's like a minigun that's just getting torn apart. Yeah, and there's like a laser coming out the back, cutting people in half. That's not a laser. It's just it's firing so many rounds. Oh. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. <laughs> it's the Joker. <laughs> it's the Joker and his henchmen. Yep. Basically, Harley Quinn, like he deactivates her oh, The professor bomb. that he kidnapped is yeah. also in the helicopter. He, I think he interrupts the signal. I don't think he deactivates it permanently. Oh, I thought it said deactivated. Well, that would mean a threat at the end of the movie is completely meaningless. True. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think at that point, though, she's, you know, she's connected with the rest of the team. And so she just goes along with it for them. Okay, fair enough. I don't know what motivates (laughs) her. Uh, But she goes running off the roof, catches the rope, and away she goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Waller is very upset by this. She's like, Deadshot, shoot that woman. You're an assassin, and I'm giving you a contract. And what your reward is, is your freedom and your daughter. And he's like, oh, she's dead. (laughs) Yeah, and so I don't understand why he didn't actually shoot her. Uh, I think he didn't want anyone else taking the shot and actually shooting her. He missed on purpose. But, I mean, what we saw was him, like, aiming for her. Yeah, but he missed on purpose. But why would he do that? Because they're friends. They built a friendship. Yeah, but at the same time, like, he's choosing Harley Quinn, this woman that he's known for two seconds versus his freedom and his daughter. I know you really like Waller. Um, She was lying and would not let these things happen. I suppose you're right. Uh But then how how would Harley Quinn know to act like to play dead? It was a joke. She was having a good time. She was having a good time. But Waller does have another plan. Yeah, she orders someone to shoot down this helicopter. Like a bazooka or something I don't, yeah. i'm not sure heat seeking missile uh-huh. i don't know where it came from but it just did and yeah. the helicopter is on fire and uh harley quinn falls out of it well they the joker's like hey let's jump like we can do this together and then something happens where harley quinn falls out of it and he doesn't well he falls back into the helicopter she falls out of the helicopter Neither one of them had parachutes on, no. which I thought their let's jump plan was a little risque. <laughs> but, I mean, they're deranged. I, I know, but they're flying above skyscrapers in a helicopter. Yeah, they're not that high up. They could be higher. Sure, you could probably always <laughs> be higher. <laughs> uh, no. But she falls out and she miraculously falls onto a roof and she's fine. Mm-hmm. The helicopter appears to crash into a ground or into a building that we cannot see. Yeah. So the squad thinks that Harlequin and Joker are dead. Correct. So in Amanda's book, it's a success. So Waller gets on her helicopter. I'll send another one for the rest of you guys later. No, you won't. Questionable. (laughs) 
for some reason, this helicopter, it's shooting all this chaff to prevent heat-seeking missiles and things like that. And it goes into this steep dive. And it's flying just above the road. And the big brother, who shoots his crazy tentacle arms, he just pulls the helicopter out of out of the sky, which is barely in the sky. <laughs> yeah. And it crash lands. But it's just like, again, why wouldn't you fly really high? It's not like he has unlimited reach. But maybe they're thinking if we fly high, we'll get hit by that crazy lightning. It wasn't doing anything at that time. Well, it was going up into the air. Sure. But... Yeah, but, yeah, they should so, have flown high and away from. Yeah, not the low and toward him. <laughs> uh, so uh, Rick Flag is like, "All right, we got to go get her." And the squad's like, "Why?" Yeah. So they all get down to ground floor now, though. Mm-hmm. And Deadshot finds a binder full of top secret information. That's when they get to the helicopter. He oh, finds why did he it go in to the, the heli- helicopter then? Well, they go to the helicopter to find Amanda. Oh, is it because um, Rick Flagg said, I will still kill you all if you don't come with me? Um, I think he makes it sound like they're not going to get whatever reward at the end of this if they don't continue to help. Okay. And, I mean, he does have a device to yeah. blow them all up. So either way, they all end up at this helicopter, um, which... Prior to them getting there, we see the Asphalt Army come and take Waller and her bomb box with the heart in it. So the Enchantress has her heart back so she can finish her weapon. At this point, you realized it was Batman versus Superman that has ads for all the other movies. I wasn't going to say anything about it because I was going to take that part out of the first episode. Oh, really? I was, yes. (laughs) Well, this can still get cut. (laughs) Okay. Oh, you know what? When they do get downstairs, though, uh, Harley's just actually sitting on top of a squad car. Yeah, she's there waiting for them. Um, you can tell that she was sad, mm-hmm. um, but she she's, um, sees them. She puts on kind of her act. Yeah. I actually didn't mind her as much in the second half of the movie. I liked her better in the second half than the first half. So when they find this binder, somehow they... Whoever finds it has time to read the entire binder. Well, yeah, Dead Deadshot does find this binder, reads it all very fast uh, within a matter of moments. And is pissed. Oh, rightfully so, I guess. Um, he throws the binder at Rick Flagg and tells him to tell everyone about what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we get a flashback in time that... Him and the Enchantress three days ago were in this lower subway tunnel trying to deal with Big Brother, and she bailed on him and left him sitting with this explosive device with one second remaining on it. And then also that he was sleeping with June Moon, who is also the Enchantress. Yeah. And this makes the whole team really doubt him, and they decide to desert the mission. Including Katana, mm-hmm. who is his friend. Yeah. Uh, but the actual Marines or Special Forces dudes, those guys stick with them. They go into the bar. They're having some drinks. Uh, Captain Boomerang, he's got like multiple cans of beer. Yeah. Uh, I think at one other point in the movie, he was drinking a can of beer like during a fight scene. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. I I mean, this movie, because there are so many characters, you kind of miss out on like making a connection with them. Well, most of them don't get an opportunity to have have a scene other than say maybe one funny thing or one stupid thing yeah and so like like i like captain boomerang but i just don't know anything about him or have much of a connection beyond his pink unicorn which we didn't see at all in the second half 
I'm totally bummed <laughs> that we didn't see the pinky. Pinky. Yeah, that's right. Pinky. Uh, in the bar scene, though, we do get more information about uh, El Diablo. Yep. Uh, he tells his own flashback story scene because uh, Deadshot was talking about hope. Or maybe they lost they lost hope. I'm not sure how we got there. Yeah, I don't really remember. Um, oh, I, I, they got on this topic of killing. Oh, okay. I got this. <laughs> okay. El Diablo is upset with Deadshot because Deadshot has killed so many people and thinks he should still be able to have hope for his future. Uh, um, he thinks he, he needs to pay a price for the things that he's done. And um, El Diablo says, well, you've never killed any women and children. And Will Smith says, no, I don't kill women and children. <laughs> and El Diablo says, oh, I do. And then he tells the story about how he was a, kind of a gangbanger. And he was using his firepowers to, I guess, threaten rival gangs and sometimes or, eliminate them. Yeah. Uh, his wife did not like this. No. Well, and the more power he got on the street, the more his firepower grew. Yeah. He had a son and a daughter and a wife. Yep. And one night they were having a fight about the Magnus- uses of his power and he Magnus- lost his temper and lost control. And they all died. Magnus- yep. So, so that's, that's his backstory. Magnet. Yeah. I kind of figured that he had killed someone he loved it kind of is a downer it is but it does develop that character a little bit more which is nice yeah and i mean i still really like him i liked him in the first half uh rick flag comes in by himself now and they're (laughs) all like we don't want you here rick flag get the fuck out of my bar yeah and he smashes the device that he was going to use to explode all of them and says that they're free he releases them yeah, so Captain Boomerang immediately grabs his two beers. I'm out. Yeah. Peace. I liked that move. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> I did. Uh, he talks to Deadshot a little bit. He actually throws down a bunch of letters, says, your daughter wrote you every single day. And we've been keeping them from you. Yeah. So and, so please help me, yeah, Mr. Deadshot. I don't get why this inspires him to be like, okay, gang, we're going to go help out. Like... These people have been fucking with you and keeping your daughter away from you. Yeah, I, I would think it would be more likely that Deadshot would just kill him right now. Uh, but yeah. instead, he's like, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you through this, even if I have to carry you to the end. Yeah. So then Harley Quinn gets everyone else to kind of go along with it. So the squad's back together. Even Boomerang shows back up. Yeah. So they're just walking down the street. Not quite magnificent. Magnif- Mag, mag, magnum, magnum style. Magnum, magnum PI. Magnum PI style. <laughs> so at this point, the crocodile finally does something besides just like lurk around after everyone else. He goes diving down into the subways. Well, I I think these are like Navy SEALs now, and they're going to go set the bomb. But yeah. the subways are flooded. Just this one. Well, the one that they need to get in. Yeah. Because the rest of them go down into another subway that's not flooded. No, they all go down the same thing. No, because that the, one, they're running through a platform area that's all jacked up. That's the people 
on the Suicide Squad. I know. Plus Rick Flag. Yeah. Yeah. So Crocodile goes with all these special forces dudes into in, the sewers. No, it's it's a subway. Well, that they... what what this flooded subway? Yeah. Okay. Because he was swimming down a set of stairs. There aren't stairs into the sewer. That's fair. <laughs> it's a flooded subway. He's a really good swimmer. Yep. I mean, he lives for this shit. It's That's not what, what he said. Yeah. Uh, he sure. said he lives underground. Yeah, he does. Welcome to my territory. This flooded subway station? Yep. Okay. Katana is talking to her smoking soul sword, talking to her husband. Yeah, that's when we find out that her husband is trapped inside the sword, and she talks to it sometimes. Yep. And um, <laughs> no, then Captain Boomerang wants to see what's going around, so he throws this camera boomerang <laughs> into the pit of the Empress and her brother. Her brother, not their pit. Their and she's not an Empress. <laughs> <laughs> the Enchantress and her brother. So this boomerang, if you think about it, you can't put a camera on a boomerang because it, it's Watching just, that, uh, just going to be a really fast spinning thing. You're not yeah. going to be able to see anything. That would be a really bad visual experience watching that video. Mm -hmm. Like you just feel so dizzy. Uh, the brother sees a boomerang and smashes it with his crazy Something. extending stretch oh, yeah, strong his, powers. His tentacles. Um, so they're all like hiding behind pillars in this room where... The Enchantress is, and she knows that they're there, and she starts showing them the things that she knows that they want. Or things that she th thinks they want. Yeah. So Deadshot, he is being just shown um, back in that same alley where Batman captured him. He just shoots Batman and kills him. Yeah. Which doesn't seem like the greatest thing to do. No, but it would have meant that he still would have what he had at the time. That's true. You know, it would also mean that there are no more Ben Affleck Batman movies. It, it would have meant that <laughs> that as well. Margaret Robbie sees her and Jared Leto with two kids in this perfect suburban life. Yep. And he doesn't have his bright green hair. and No, they're two very beautiful people. <laughs> yep. It opened like that little scene opens with her pressing the normal button on like a washer or a dryer. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's actually kind of smart. It refers back to when she said normal is a setting on a dryer. Of course know. we're not normal. I remember that line. It's It all makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> so that's their quote unquote normal life. Yeah. And Diablo is the only other. Oh, no. Uh, Rick Flagg gets a scene with June Moon. Just wake up. Rick, I love you. Yeah. Baby. And um, Diablo, he's the one that kind of brings this whole thing to an end because he knows he can never have his family back. Yeah. And he does get a vision of him back mm -hmm. with his family. And he's like, this is bullshit. This will never happen. She's lying to you. You don't want what you just saw. And it'll never come true. So let's fight. Mm -hmm. yep, so Big Brother comes walking in then. Yep. They are no match for him. Not at all. Like, they're these meta-humans. Some of them are. Yeah. Some of them are not. <laughs> Whatever. Like, they're basically fighting demigods. Yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. But it turns out Diablo sort of is a demigod. Yeah, he. I wrote down that he has god powers. Yeah. He becomes, like, this big fire monster. Yeah. Skeleton thing. 
And at this point, he starts to win. Yeah. Like, I was pretty sure that he was going to take care of brother and they wouldn't need this, like, bomb in the subway tunnel plan. Yeah, he completely melts the brother's chest and the brother is just, like, breathing fire now because there's just so much fire coming from El Diablo. Yeah. And then his fo- his power kind of fades. And, El Diablo's. Yeah. yeah. And then he's just losing. But then that's okay because the bomb's in place. They blow it up. It's a, kind of a small explosion, but somehow it kills these two demigods. Yeah. We don't see El Diablo ever again. Or the brother. No. I'm kind of bummed about El Diablo. He I might like not him. be dead. I know, but I liked him. And he might be dead. He might be. I don't know. There are going to make another one of these movies, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably. All I really wrote down is that there's a bunch of bad dialogue. Like, it's nothing really deep or meaningful. It's... Well, one thing that we did forget to talk about is Waller gets connected to the Enchantress. Like, she's stealing all her memories. Yeah, there's some, like, black tentacles connecting her and the Enchantress. Yeah, so she has her memories, and then she's using her doomsday device that she's been creating this entire time to start taking out military targets. Yeah, in one scene, a guy at, I don't know, the Pentagon goes, oh, no, our satellite, because you only have the one. Well, he did say, in fairness, it was his primary satellite. (laughs) So as she's taking things out kind of all around the world, she tells them, join me or die. Yeah, they don't do that. They have this fight so it's just a big group fight her fighting everyone and i don't even know was that actually her that was fighting them because it seemed kind of like a shadow of herself she changed forms back to her her original form when we first saw her in the movie yeah kind of shadowy smoky Mm. i think they're all pretty actually evenly matched as a group fighting her Mm -hmm. and it's going fine (laughs) and a lot of them are getting thrown around yeah but but they hop back up yeah they're not dying um that's when croc sneaks back up and he just starts smashing her into the walls and ground eventually she's standing talking to them all and harley quinn acts like she's going to even before that i have a problem with this okay okay so she was just having this big fight with all these guys and then she disappears to the kind of the front or back of the room again and she says enough and she takes all their weapons away why didn't she do that from the beginning? What about if they would have killed her? Yeah, it's a good point. Why not use that right at away? The beginning just doesn't make. Let a lot me of stop sense. you right there. We're not going to go any further. You're all going to die now. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. And it could have been, um, but it wasn't. No. Nope. Uh, so Harley uh, has interest at this point in joining the sorcerers. She's like, "Well, what the hell else do we have to live for? We're." Bad guys? Yeah. We're criminals anyway. Mm-hmm. So she goes up and the enchantress is talking about, if you live beneath me, you can have whatever you want, like getting the Joker back. And so Harley Quinn bends the knee. But she said this is one problem. Then she cuts the enchantress's heart. Like her with chest, the katana. Her chest open with the soul cutting a katana. Yep. And then reaches into her chest and rips out her heart. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. pretty sweet. <laughs> Uh, then there's a mystery bag of explosives that come into play. Yeah, the crack has a bomb. Don't Who know knows where it came from? Nope. Deadshot now has Harley's resol- revolver, which says love and hate on each chamber. Mm-hmm. So it's currently set on hate. 
for what you can read. <laughs> yeah. Um, his daughter appears as a projection from the Enchantress saying, don't don't shoot it, Daddy. I love you. We'll never be together. Yeah. Basically um, what she said when... He was going to kill Batman. Yeah. Which I don't think he could have killed Batman anyway. Probably not. But then he shoots and it changes to love. Yep. My problem with this, what's his name? Not Ryan. Uh, Rick Flagg. Yeah, Rick Flagg. <laughs> Rick Flagg is like, Deadshot, you're up. Like, you have a gun too. You could shoot. Why does it have to be Deadshot? Because well, that, you can't shoot her because it's the woman you love. Well, he Deadshot didn't, did Deadshot didn't shoot her either. No, he didn't. So that's not the reason why. I have to assume the reason why is because Deadshot never misses. I suppose. Except for when it's Harley Quinn. He missed on purpose. <laughs> he, I would say he did, he did not miss. He hit what he was aiming at. Which was not Harley Quinn. Which was Quinn. not Harley Quinn. Oh, fine. So the Enchantress is like laying on the ground. Yeah, she's pretty much done. Captain Boomerang finds a Rolex and her heart. Lucky day for him. <laughs> uh he tosses a heart to uh, Rick Flag. Yeah, and Rick Flag tells uh, the Enchantress to bring June back, which she says that she can't, and she tells Katana that she wants to be with her brother, which I, you know, it seems like she thought that her brother was in the Katana. Well, no, her but, brother's just gone. Oh, so she just wanted Katana to kill her. Yeah, I think she was speaking to anyone. Oh. It seemed like she was talking directly to Katana, and I was like, oh, well, they want to reunite their souls in this Katana. But his soul wouldn't have been in the Katana. No, she did cut his arm off at one point, though. Yeah, it grew right back. Uh, so I, I figured that didn't That didn't it. take that, his soul. That didn't get his soul. Nope. But the Enchantress is ultimately like, no, you won't kill me, because you want June, and Rick Flag crushes her heart with his bare hands. Yep. And that seems to work. Kills the Enchantress. Mm -hmm. I was of the opinion that you should just cut her head off, too, just to be sure. It would have made for a different ending. Yeah, it would have, because June comes back. Yeah, uh, out of that same body. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Amanda also walks out. Yeah, everyone's very surprised that she's still alive, which is reasonable. She probably shouldn't be. Nope, she shouldn't be. She tells them all that they got 10 years off their prison sentence, which is, like, nothing. Because they're all serving, like, three to four consecutive life sentences or something like that. Yeah. But they all do kind of ask for, or some of them ask for something. Mm -hmm. Like, Croc wants BET. Yeah. Um, Harley wanted an espresso machine, and she got a book, too. Yeah, she Uh, did. A Deadpool, or Deadshot. (laughs) Deadshot. Uh, wanted time with his daughter. And he got that. Mm -hmm. They're working on some math together. And the math was a little suspect because it was about math to shoot people. Well, he was trying to teach her (laughs) triangles. And she's like, oh, so it's like if you're up here on this building and the guy that you have to shoot is down here. She's the one that brought that up, not him. But he kept going with it. Yeah, he did. Uh He's talking about, well, you have a lot of variables to deal with, like velocity. (laughs) Bullet weight. Yeah. Wind. Gravity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so still maybe not the dad of the year. No, but he's a he's a good dad. He cares. Sure. He wants to be there. Captain Boomerang got very angry that he was only going to get 10 years off of his sentence. Mm-hmm. And he got nothing. Yeah, he, he, didn't even, he didn't ask for anything either, though. No. But... He just pointed out, like, 
10 years off of three consecutive life sentences, like fucking awesome. Yeah. And then he's very angry when we see him in prison. Yeah. And you know what? The Killer Croc actually got, he got some, there was some liquor that was up there. He had a couch. Oh my God. He was eating a sandwich, like an actual (laughs) sandwich, because originally they were just feeding him goats and pigs, I think. Oh, God. (laughs) I did not see that. You know, do you think he only gets BET or does he get other channels? I don't think you can just buy a BET (laughs) package. Probably not. So he just wanted BET though. He's got a a much sweeter setup than the rest of them. He also got the cell that he asked for. Like he wanted a cell that had a pool in it, basically, yeah. and he got it. Yeah. He what was a... his crime? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> just a monster, I guess. They n- they never went into what his crime is. He no. did bad things. I'm... Stupid. Scaring little kids. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's got a good setup down there because uh, like. Harley Quinn doesn't, I would say. She has no privacy. No. Um, She has a cot now, I think. Mm -hmm. She did not have that prior. No, she had just like a a rope hanging from the ceiling, Mm -hmm. like connected in two points. Uh, But then she has that one book. It looks kind of like a... A Harlequin romance? Oh, okay. (laughs) Funny. And then the espresso machine. Yeah, and a pretty Will, nice one. Yeah, and Will Smith just has letters Yeah, and his punching bag. Yeah, he does have a punching bag, which he also hugs. You need that, that emotional connection. <laughs> we did not see El Diablo. Oh, that's fair. And then we just see Captain Boomerang yelling about, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, and that's the end of the regular movie. No, it's not. No, there's more. Then there's a prison break. <laughs> yeah, uh, so guys... That are dressed up like prison guards break in, um, except for the one that cuts to the door. He's got Joker like, Joker printed on his um, like flak jacket. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And it, it, it's a really stupid scene because you can clearly see it says Joker on there. It even says it on his arm, like JKR <laughs> or something like yeah, that. It's on his back too. And then they do this big reveal with him taking his helmet off, like surprise. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's obviously you. Yeah. So I guess Harley and the Joker get the heck out of there. Yep. They go off laughing into the sunset like I predicted. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the regular movie. Yeah. In the credits, Steve Mnuchin, currently our Secretary of the Treasury, was a producer, which is interesting. You don't want to add anything. I... I... (laughs) I don't want to be quite as divisive as that, I guess. I just said it was interesting. <laughs> I, I It is interesting. And then we get a scene at the end with Batman and Amanda. Well, it's actually Bruce Wayne and Amanda. Well, whatever. Same person. Amanda and Bruce Wayne are the same person. No, Bruce Wayne and Batman. Oh, really? Ben, yeah, I Ben didn't... Affleck. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. It's a really it, shady deal. Well, no, it's just a file of what are going to be the people in the Justice League for the most part. Oh. And he says, and, you should stay out of this. My friends will take care of these things. Which I took like his friends are going to take care because he's like, you should end this. But my friends will take care of it. And I was like, are they going to wipe out the Suicide Squad? Are we going to get like a Justice League versus Suicide Squad movie? That would be really unbalanced. Why? 
Be- because the Justice <laughs> League is too strong. <laughs> but the Suicide Squad are all scrappy criminal types. It, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and they may have a demigod if he survived. If They have like Superman and the Flash. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> what would they do? I don't know. <laughs> there, there would be nothing they could do. <laughs> well, it didn't really seem like there was anything that they could really do against these two demigods that they were fighting this time. Well, but they somehow won won the day. Yeah. You know, we talked about what I would do differently in this film. Yeah. In the first half. Yeah. Uh, I'm having a really hard time with that because I, I, there's not a there's not a story here. No, it's just a seemingly ragtag collection of characters that we don't really know a lot about. Uh Uh-huh. And really have no... The Enchantress, her only motivation is she wants to be worshipped again. Well, she basically wants to destroy the world. She just wants to be worshipped by humans. But at one point she says, like, she wants to destroy the world. Well, I think she wants to destroy the machines and technology that we now hold in higher value than... Her magic. Oh, okay. Like, because her and her brother used to be worshipped like gods. Yeah. So I, I am assuming she wants that again. Because why destroy the whole world? I mean, what I guess what's the point of that? Yeah. I don't and know. if you want the admiration, I don't know if that's the right word, mm-hmm. of humanity, I don't think you'd break all their things. <laughs> Take over all the devices and broadcast your message. Yeah, I I think it's just actually a really bad villain. Like she's a bad villain. Yeah, like, I don't I don't even know. She's not really even the villain. I mean, she's an ancient being that was just thrust back into the 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 current world. <laughs> it's like the the mummy movies. Kinda. I, but... <laughs> I like those movies. <laughs> The the Brendan Fraser movies, yeah, not, not this Tom Hanks, no, not Tom Hanks, this Tom Cruise <laughs> reboot, no, the originals. Well, that wouldn't be the original. There was a Mummy before the Mummy. Sure, I did not know this. Yeah, I think they're all MGM movies, oh. like the original, the Mummy, like classic horror film. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Never saw it. No, nothing. Brendan Fraser was in the original Mummy. According to you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, I think Waller is potentially the real villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. How would you resolve her storyline? Well, I think she needs to stay alive um, just for the fact of continuing some of these storylines and bringing them together. Because if she's not controlling the Suicide Squad, then they're not going they're not going to exist. There's not going to be a purpose for a different movie and probably potentially some type of crossover <laughs> event. Don't you think Flag could take over in her stead? They seem to have a better rapport with Flag too. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. No. No. So you like it the way it is? No. I. <laughs> that's that's not at all what I'm saying. It's just it started out. I, I don't know how to make a better ending because I don't like anything that happened in the story. <laughs> like I think they started out the story wrong. How would you have started it differently? Well, no, that's a, that's a different thing. <laughs> not making it. You could make it. I, I think it had a lot of potential to be actually pretty fun. It's, and at times it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like the music too. Yeah, the music was the music was great. Um, I double checked. There are for sure no Will Smith tracks. Yeah, I was pretty positive of that. <laughs> um, but there's 
there's some fun action scenes in it. You know, I, I think it's a movie that you could just turn on and not really watch. Just kind of in and out. Mm-hmm. And still know exactly what's happening. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Um, and that would be fine. Because even if you're sitting and watching it, like me, you still missed the directive, the whole purpose of them going into the city. Yeah. And that was really the entire first half of the movie. Yeah. Was introducing all these fucking characters. Mm-hmm. But there are so many characters, they don't even really have time to introduce them in a way that you know what they're about and you give a shit about them. Like... When we finished recording, we got up and I was like, oh, damn, I just thought of a great alternate ending, <laughs> like a great prediction, because I do not give a shit about really any of these characters because you you don't really get a chance to care about them in the way that this movie's made. So my alternate ending prediction was going to be that everyone like dies. It's just the smoking pile and on top is this just slightly singed pink unicorn. Which I think would have been a very fun ending. But of course, that shuts down all possibilities of sequels and crossovers. and yeah. So they're never going to shoot themselves in the foot that way. I would agree. So anything more that you want to talk about with this movie? Uh, do you have any stats for us? I do have some stats. Um, the reason I say that there's going to be a second one of these movies is because, I don't know, do you want to play the guessing game? Sure. Okay. Um, we'll start with budget. $100 million. Uh, You're going to have to go up. $180 million. Uh, 175 Holy shit. Yeah, so really big budget. I was actually kind of surprised uh, that it was that big. There are a lot of people, like a lot of stars in it. And, I mean, there's a lot of production that has to go into it, too. Special effects and all that jazz. Yeah. So... Um, for comparison, I was just kind of wondering what the budget for the new um, Avengers uh, Infinity War movies were. And when I just looked at Google, uh, $500 million. Holy shit. Uh, so I guess 175 is not that high. $500 million. How much do you think this movie made box office worldwide? $300 million. No. <laughs> Higher. <laughs> Remember, $500 million. That made $746.8 million. Wow. And that's why this is getting a sequel. Oh, for sure. What were the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, critics had it at 26%. Uh, audiences at 60%. That's quite a difference. It, it is a pretty big difference. Um, it's actually about the same difference for um, Batman versus Superman. Did people like that? Uh, no, it was 27 with critics and 63 with audiences. So they liked it slightly more. <laughs> Must spend those ads. All right. Well, if there's a second one, I don't think we'll watch it for the podcast. Probably not. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you for listening to So That's How It Ends. You can connect with us on Facebook at So That's How It Ends or on Twitter at STHIE Podcast. If you have suggestions for the podcast, please email us at So That's How It Ends at gmail.com. And remember, if you want to shout out, share us on social media or give us a five star review on iTunes. Tune in next week to find out what we watch next. And remember, we watched it, so, so you, you don't, don't have, have to, to, but you probably already did. Bye.